Finding this podcast magical? Why not toss a coin to your Witches and a Druid podcast through the Acast supporter feature? It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to show your support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Three Witches and a Druid Podcast. Canadian podcast about paganism in today's modern society. And now, Three Witches and the Druid Podcast present Shenka. her home and she sailed across the sea to find a place to start anew she built a life with a man and family in the new world brave and true the lady of the woods feel a spirit on the wind her song can soothe the troubled soul the lady of the woods singing spells and rhyming lines spinning music into gold The sickness came and it took her family. The village drove her from her home. They called a witch and they ran her out of town and left her naked and alone. The lady of the woods Feel a spirit on the wind Her song can soothe the troubled soul The lady of the woods Singing spells and rhyming lines Spinning music into gold in the woods in a cabin on a hill she took her refuge from them all by day they whispered and they cursed her very name but by night they came to call the lady of the woods feel a spirit on the wind her song can soothe the troubled soul the lady of the woods singing spells and rhyming lines spinning music into gold
the years went by While she conjured and she dreamed There in her cabin on the hill If you listen to the wind You can hear her sing her song When the night is cold and still The lady of the woods Feel a spirit on the wind Her song can soothe the troubled soul The lady of the woods Singing spells and rhyming lines Spinning music into gold Hello, everybody, and welcome back. We are three witches and a druid sitting around talking about our life and our experiences living as modern pagans. I am Margot. And I am Maeve. Gwen. And I'm Brian. So this is the second part of our three-part series on the nine druidic virtues of ADF. If you haven't listened to the first episode, I would highly recommend you go back and understand what the world we're doing. In ADF Druidry, we have nine virtues that we follow. And the first episode, we discussed wisdom, piety, and vision. In this episode, we're going to discuss courage, integrity, and perseverance. The last time I read the definitions out at the beginning, I'm just going to read them as we come to them. So, the first virtue we're going to discuss is courage. Quite simple, the ability to act appropriately in the face of danger. Or, in the Merriam-Webster definition, is mental or moral strength to venture, persevere, and withstand danger, fear, or difficulty. So, for us, in Druidry, this is often in 2023, I'm not going out and fighting crime. I'm not a Ninja Turtle, not a G.I. Joe. I'm not going to go battle crime in a dark alley. But, This is my ability to speak up for those who can't do it on their behalf. This is my ability to understand the difference between right and wrong and understand when somebody else around me needs defending or an idea or a concept needs defending. You know, when you were talking about courage there, it made me think of there is a a little a little saying that are often is often used in ritual is to know, to dare, and to keep silent. And I that, like that. To mm-hmm. know, to dare, and to keep silent. And that's that's all about courage. You have the knowledge, you dare. You're not, not, not I'm going to, yeah, I dare you to, I don't know, cause an avalanche. Not that, but to know, to dare, and to keep silent. And keeping silent for someone like me, that takes a great <laughs> deal of courage <laughs> and strength. <laughs> and, or whatnot. But uh, no, it... I think because, you know, we, I may have grown up with too much bionic woman and six million dollar man. <laughs> that to me, courage is, is a superhero thing. And sometimes I have to remind myself that some days just getting up and getting out of bed and going out of the house is courage. That's mm-hmm. a really good way to put that. Some days it is courage. 
And when we were in the middle of COVID, going to get your groceries was courage. Yeah. You know, or going to work when you know you have combative, you know, co-workers or you're in retail and you could be having whatever is going to happen to you that day. Someone rolls in, they're ugly or whatever. That's courage to get up and do it again. I think she means ugly personality. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. no. Oh, no, no, no. Ugly. Haven't you heard? You know that. Oh, they were right out. They were really oh, ugly. Oh, yes, yes. But that's, like nasty. I'm, no, I'm no, no, an no. immature male. So that's <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> you know, they were an unpleasant person. Yeah. They were this ugly situation. Right. Just going out of the house some days is courage. Big courage. I have to remind myself when I think I'm not being brave about certain things. It's like, yeah, but look at all these other things I'm brave about. Yeah. And yeah, you don't have to be, you don't have to be courageous about every aspect of your life. It's okay to sometimes understand that you need to take a step back and regroup. The courage to understand to do that is sometimes just as important. Well, and again, that that's courage and wisdom that's combined right. together. I was say, yeah. Courage yeah. and wisdom. Yeah, to know, to know that that is another type of wisdom. It's like, you know, I'd really like to do this certain thing, but I know it's not in me right now. Yeah. You know, and that that's wisdom to, to, to be able to recognize. That. And also courage to convey that as we were talking about the situation in our break time. Do you have the courage to s tell somebody that something you have committed to, you are currently unable to honor that commitment? That takes huge courage mm -hmm. to communicate that yeah. or to understand understand that within yourself mm -hmm. if you have overextended yourself was it someone was saying was it ray saying that a study out of stanford was saying that since the pandemic they're like 80 percent of the population you know say they're traumatized so most you know people just have are displaying i guess a lot of courage just yeah. to get through things but at least now that we're talking about it that's very interesting most people are being really brave right now to just try to make their life decent mm -hmm. or as normal as possible normalizing what yeah. is and, happening and within their are, life we you know we are very lucky where we live and where we are that the level of courage that we need is different in different parts of the world yes absolutely and and um yeah. on a scale i i recognize that maybe personally some days it takes a lot of personal courage but on a scale, I recognize that I'm pretty lucky. We are, because there are some places right now, I imagine if you were over in the Ukraine, going out to get some groceries could be taking your life in your hands. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a great deal of courage. And people just to live through that, and not turn to utter despair and keep keep going mm -hmm. is, you know, and I just, I, I, I feel so terrible. And I also hope I never have to live through that myself. Myself. Because who knows? <laughs> How brave I would be. One of the things I think about courage is I know that, Brian, you said to step up for somebody else. Do I have the courage to step up? And if I see something wrong, to speak up for an ideal or a person that is unable to speak for themselves. And I find that a lot easier to be courageous on behalf of somebody else than yeah. I do for myself. Not yeah, that's not uncommon. For me. No, that's I, I suspect that's a, how... A lot of people approach that. Mm -hmm. It's easier to defend to to defend someone else than it is to defend yourself. And I think anybody who's a parent has viscerally felt that. Oh yes, yes. Viscerally oh, yeah. felt that. And so, and this has come up in conversation a few times. It's like I'm going to have a hard time to find if I find out that Atticus is being bullied, but I'm going to have a harder time if I find out that Atticus is the bully. <laughs> I yeah. don't think I don't think I have to worry about that too much but yeah, yeah if Atticus is getting bullied there's only going to be one conversation with the school and then action will be taking place mm -hmm. and that may get me in trouble but I can assure you that bully isn't going to be bullying my child anymore yeah yeah it's yeah. Or, uh, the rest of us are old enough that when bullying was happening, your parents told you to go punch them in the face. Oh no, no, and, and <laughs> I, my, that's how my parents. Very we we, much we were. oh you were yeah that's true yeah. you you're you're not that you're young. On that but it's it's twenty twenty three. You can't do that anymore. You have to let them sort out their result. Blah, 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 blah. You know what the bullying? The interesting thing to me, and I had this conversation with there was this one kid 
who was a bully to everyone mm-hmm. in her classroom. My brain was in fifth grade fifth grade or something like that. And this one was a bully to everyone. And Rain was like, you know, what's going, you know, and it, it came to our tent, my attention that this was going on. I'm talking to the teacher and she says, well, you know, we don't like her to do that. I said, I said, Rain knows how to throw a punch. I taught her, you know, when she was like six or seven, I'd throw punches. So we don't want anyone throwing punches or this or that. We're afraid that they'll do that and on and on. I said, you know, what surprises me is that in schools, whether you're a minor, like under 12 mm-hmm. years old, if that's in Canada, 12 years old, or if you're old enough to be charged in a criminal situation, which is 12 plus, yep. kids in schools do not get the benefit of the law. Mm-hmm. If you look in the criminal code of Canada, our criminal code, you do have the right to defend yourself. But in schools, be it high school, when you're 17 years old or 16 years old or 18, even if you're in school, you don't have the right to defend yourself. So they don't even get the benefit of the law. And the principal said, well, these are our rules. I said, yeah, I said, but that's crazy. Yeah. And I said, I know that these are the rules that you have to follow and you don't make the rules. You personally may think I'm absolutely right, but they don't have the benefit of the law. And I do know that, uh, fortunately, Rain, my kid was not bullied in school. You know, there was this one kid who bullied everyone in class when they were in elementary. She was never bothered. But I'm telling you, if she'd have been 15 and there was bullying going on at school, I would have spoken to the school and I would have informed them immediately. I am calling the police. Mm-hmm. This is illegal. Yeah. So, and I would have had, they, and they go, oh, don't call the cops. Don't call the cops. I know. I'm like, I'm terribly sorry. This is now not your concern. I will be dealing with the police. Yeah. So people don't do that, though. In the previous episode, we discussed envision and generational trauma mm-hmm. and how that sort of ties in with courage mm-hmm. is understanding that while you may have not had a great upbringing, to have the courage to change that, to break that chain. Yes, absolutely. And to raise your child without mm-hmm. those words and without that violence. Yeah. yeah. That that to me is a form of courage. That's a huge that. form of courage. To break to break or to break that that chain, absolutely. And vision and wisdom and so many things yeah. when you see people breaking absolutely. those patterns. Absolutely. So the these virtues we break down into nine, but they they all, of course, combine into the power that they are. They're all interconnected. Exactly. Yeah. Every each virtue affects each other virtue. Exactly. And yeah. how you express that virtue yeah. affects how you express every other virtue as well. Yeah. Because we are very complex beings. We are. So the next virtue is integrity, honor, being trustworthy to oneself and to others, involving oath-keeping, honesty, fairness, respect, and self-confidence. And Merriam-Webster defines this as firm adherence to a code of especially moral or artistic values, an unpaired condition, and a quality or state of being complete or undivided. I think a lot of wisdom has to go with honesty too. Yes. Because <laughs> sometimes just because you can doesn't mean you should. You're right. So integrity, of course, uh, is being true to oneself, doing what you say you're going to do. And of course, this ties back into piety, courage, wisdom. I say I'm going to do this. So I'm going to do it. And that's your integrity. So in Druidry, we don't. In ADF Druidry, I want to clarify, we don't necessarily have the concept. Like we have oath keeping when you move into clergy or a leadership position, you take the oath that you will protect those around you. You will keep the secrets you're required to keep secret. But at the same time, like you will follow the law, you will follow the rules, you will do what is best for you, for those around you, and hold a moral and ethical standard above and beyond. And there are various pagan paths, such as heathenry, where oath-keeping isn't, like, that's their entire, that's a very large part of their belief system. So how does integrity follow in your guys' spiritual path? I don't know if it's so much my spiritual path as in my life, but I can keep a secret like nobody I've ever met. I have been confided in and told things 
by people who needed somebody to share this information with that was life-changing information and asked not to discuss it with anybody else. And I can keep a secret like no one I've ever met. I can also am totally fine. People are quite freaked out actually when in a situation, if somebody happens to slip that they know something that they are not allowed to share, I'm okay with that. I don't need to know the information. That is your information you need to keep. And I'm not going to badger you. It's not my business. And I'm okay with that. Although it's funny, even when it comes to something as sort of silly and mundane as gifts, I've known people who cannot keep a secret. Or people who will try to bait you. Mm -hmm. I've had people try to bait me with, I have bought this gift for you. Do you want to know what it is? Well, no. Oh, no, it got to be out like a surprise. <laughs> I, I'm fine not knowing. If you have information that you don't want to give me, I'm okay with that. This is probably, for me, one of my weakest virtues mm. because I believe I might be 10% cat. So curiosity <laughs> kills. I need to know everything. So I need to know your little secrets. Yeah. And I'm not necessarily bad at keeping them. I'd like to talk. Mm. So, yeah, I'm probably going to be the guy who lets it slip what you got made for Christmas. <laughs> but like big important stuff, of course, I'm mm-hmm. keeping my lips tight. But yeah, I still need to know. I will admit that I do like a little, you know, I you like, like the tea. You like, I the, like tea. the tea. Yeah, I yeah. do. However, <laughs> when it is, please say nothing. I never say anything. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, but if it's just, guess what I heard? Yeah, okay, yeah. that's different. But if someone comes to me and speaks to me about something that is private to them, you know, I'll pass something on. Yeah, I will. I'll pass on the tea. Yeah. But if, it, but I can, you know that, you know, that if it's like, no, this is not talked about outside of this or someone's confiding in me, I, I wouldn't tell. Right. Absolutely. And I have the memory of a sieve. Like, <laughs> so you tell me something. <laughs> People and, and part of that is... You know, you get in a position where you read people's tarot cards, you speak to people about stuff. I have to be careful that if something comes out of one of those sessions that I don't inadvertently, because I'm within a context of people that are aware, may say something that I might not just conversationally Mm -hmm. reveal something. So I almost like throw it away because I don't want to. Well, you'd have to because you see, a, you you know, when you're doing someone's cards, it's all laid out for you with, you know, things that. You know, or that that are not shared, not and, shareable. So throwing it out is a good thing for you. Yeah. You don't want it so, on your mind. so people will say, remember my last reading, you know, three months ago. Nope. <laughs> not a clue. <laughs> it was earth shattering, was it? Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> remind me. Remind yeah. me because I don't want to be. So I yeah, I delete, delete, delete. Margo is the vault. Whereas <laughs> you can it's like speaking to an open canyon. You can tell me things in and out it goes. It's fine. Little echo and then it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. Um, yeah, I think integrity is is huge. Definitely spiritually, but I just think people are happier if what they do is a reflection of who they think they are and who they say they are and if it isn't true if if those things don't line up there's a lot of unhappiness in your life yeah i remember somebody saying oh well just tell a little white lie but you know what a little white lie to save somebody's feelings or something i'd rather say the truth in a kind way because everything is in context of course but you know i i don't do things that i feel like i would have to lie about because i just i'm just too unhappy if i do astro boy told me that you have to tell what you hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yeah, Astro Boy. Yeah, Astro Boy. <laughs> when your wife says, "Do these pants make me look fat?" Exactly. The answer is, is no. No, of course, that is a white you lie. You look beautiful. beautiful. And well, that's you not can a lie. say you look beautiful. You can say you look beautiful. You don't have to touch the whole fat Does part. This make me look fat. Yeah. <laughs> No, I. Or you could just yell, "This is a trap," and run away. Yes. Well, and that's fair because sometimes in conversation, like a lot of things come back to communication. I've noticed in these two episodes that we've done so far, but people are not are, are subconsciously setting traps. They're not aware they're trapping their partners, their friends, their whatever yeah. into saying something that the you know this is a way that I can relieve myself of some angst or anger, and you can be the focus of it. You called me fat. That's such a cliche one but we can do that all the time and if you recognize that call that shit out and if i do that call that out on me are you sure (laughs) do you know what you said because i do not want to do that to somebody else no so integrity to me is like i don't think a two-sided coin obviously coin has two sides but a two-sided coin is the right way to look at this but there is a second part to integrity and the other half is fairness and respect so while i can't keep a secret I also will respect the living fuck out of you and be fair to everything I approach. And once again, that ties kind of back to the wisdom, being able to look at a situation and realize that there's multiple sides to every story Mm. and being able to approach something with a fair view. So we, it's 2023, of course we have, I think this has kind of died off a little bit, but we have like our cancel culture mentality of the world. So we recently we have, I'm not going to bring up names, but there was an actor in the news who was arrested for an abuse claim. And he said, no, 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 this is not what happened. And everybody, it didn't matter. The internet canceled him. Society canceled him. And then the next day, video proof came out that she lied and it, this is not a gender thing. I did not, once again, believe mm-hmm. victims. But it, it proved that she was lying. She was ten- going through a mental health crisis. He attempted to help her, and she twisted the story. But it doesn't matter. The media has now taken this and run with it, and that's that. So to me, when that, I first saw that, I'm like, I'll wait to see what happens with this. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, like, dismiss this situation. And this applies to everybody. Yeah. Like, you have to wait till all the facts come out. Which is why I know one time I got the call for jury duty and I was terrified. A, I watch way too much Law and & Order. And I know <laughs> as you're sitting on a jury, you do not get 95% of the actual facts. And how can I possibly sit in judgment of Make somebody else? Make an informed else? decision. Make it, yeah. it. So luckily... Apparently, a plea deal was met before the jury actually happened. When I worked at the shop, I did actually have folks come in from time to time saying, I have been called for jury duty. I do not want to do it. Uh, I am terrified of misinformation. Can I buy the biggest pentacle that you have (laughs) so I can wear to jury selection? All you got to do is go in and say, oh, this is the case. Well, he obviously did it. And then they won't pay attention to you. Yeah. All you got to do. Karen's dad was on, did jury duty for a very, very public brutal murder here in Nova Scotia. And it affected him for years and years. Uh, he made the right call because it was kind of obvious the call that needed to be made. There was no real fudging the information. It was all very obvious. But, like, being that judge and executioner in that jury, is it's difficult. Yeah. It, it, it took a real toll on him. Well, it's interesting. I know I've never done jury duty because I got out of it. But I know my dad did 
did it once in Canada. Like you're not allowed to go write a book about your experience on the mm-hmm. jury of, you know, yeah. whatever that that's Canada. You can't do that here. But he did say, he said it bothered him because it wasn't about whether you actually thought the person did it or not. It was how the lawyers presented it. Yeah. The information that you got, even if you're like, I really think they did this. It's who had the better lawyer. He says, that's what it was. And that really, really bugged him. And oddly enough, in that case, this person, they didn't feel the prosecution did a good enough job, regardless of what he says, regardless of what I thought personally, they didn't. And he was, you know, he got off. But within six months, he was found on a back road dead anyway. So that's just life in the country someplace. And again, I remember (laughs) as a very young child, like pre-10 even, thinking, well, there was a lawyer show on TV. I don't even remember which one it was thinking, oh, I think I would like to be a lawyer when I grow up. And then when I found out that I may perhaps have to actually defend guilty people. Nope, not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> no, nope, well, we're not lawyer. Matt No, nope. everybody's it's innocent. It's funny because that's kind of where the fairness for me plays in. It's like, I, I respect those people because that can't be an easy job. No, you know? absolutely not. But that individual not. is just as entitled to justice exactly. as anyone else. I, I it, do we, agree we, with we you. We do have here in Canada, it's you're innocent until you're proven guilty. Everyone yeah. deserves their fair say. Yes. It, the, and I guess that's part of integrity. Everyone does deserve their fair say, even if they're wildly guilty and horrible, they do deserve their fair say. Okay. And so the last part of integrity is self-confidence, which I have no problem with at all. I'm the bee's knees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I'm still I know I can project that. Yeah. I have developed a persona mm-hmm. that projects that. Yeah. Not sure if I'm quite vulnerable enough to let everybody know that yes, that is in fact a projection. Yeah. <laughs> But when it collapses, it's awful. Yeah. It's absolutely awful. And that's kind of why where some of the other virtues come into play is building strong support structures around you so that when you do collapse, there's others around yes. to help you. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. And so integrity in itself with the self-confidence is a lot about self-confidence and respect in your own actions. I have the ability to be this pious. I have this ability to be this courageous. That's true. I mean, I have the ability to not, you know, rip off my boss. Yeah. I have the ability to recognize that I could skew things to my own benefit if I wanted to, but I don't need to do that. I can stay true to myself and to my beliefs and true to the circumstances. Right. I lost a big chunk of my self-confidence about 10 years ago. Most of it has come back, but there are little parts that have not. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, that if it would have happened to me 10 years earlier, it would have all come back by now. But I think when you hit that perimetopause, menopause thing, that's a whole other kettle of fish that really affects you emotionally. Your physiology your and physiology, your situation your that came together at the yeah, same time. At the same time, yeah. just as I have my head wrapped around it all, perimetopause hit, which mm. blew everything straight out of the water because then you're just emotional and you're crazy. And I would give anything to be that heartless, just barely with my heartbeat, barely going on or whatever <laughs> to be, cause it is not to be an overly, I mean, to be jovial or gregarious is natural to me, but to be unable to keep a inner calm is not a natural state for me. Mm. And, you know, just as I get my inner calm, something crazy will happen. But, you know, when it comes to, oh, you need me to do that for you. I can't go over there. I can't do that. I don't want to talk to them. I'm like, oh, I don't care about that. I will waltz out in front of 5,000 people and no problem. Like you could say, oh, there's 5,000 people out there and you have to talk about this in 10 minutes. And I go, oh, sure, I'll do that. But little parts of my internal self-confidence is not, has not returned. Mm -hmm. So it's very interesting. Yeah. Very like, you know, or if you need me to do something, I got all the confidence in the world. So it's very interesting. So sort of tying into the last part of integrity, the last virtue for today's episode is perseverance drive and motivation to pursue goals even when that pursuit becomes difficult 
or as the Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines it as, steadfast in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. Well, I'm still here. There you go. <laughs> I actually have, I thought of you right away, but I actually thought about when I first met Margot for many, many years, everything she said was prefaced with, I used to date a guy. <laughs> and and this is an I used to date a guy story. Mm-hmm. And what did you ask for? It's, I don't think it was perseverance, but you asked for the strength to. I asked for patience. 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 And which meant perseverance, yes. basically, which meant hanging on to deal with a bad situation. You shouldn't have asked for patience. No, patience was the wrong thing to ask for because I got patience and I put up with it for far longer than I should have. Whereas if I had asked for what is best for my higher self, Mm. it probably would not have gone on for quite as long as it did. So yeah, English is funny because there's patience and perseverance has some corollaries. Patient uh, perseverance and endurance has some things that are similar, but I think perseverance is is definitely a more positive. Yes, because, you, you know, to endure something can often mean staying somewhere horrible. Yeah. Like, give me the strength to endure what is coming. You know what I mean? It can be a bad. It can be and a, that's a, kind a of I'm going through that right now, too, with my knees mm. as well. Yeah. I've had the first one replaced and am over the moon about it. It's I'm so happy with it. You know, aside from the fact that I messed myself up by breaking my arm, but <laughs> let's not do that on your next knee. No, let's not do that on your no. next knee. Practical so, shoes. Getting my next one done, knowing what that means and what that's what I'm going to go through. Because the first one, you know, I've been through many surgeries, but the first one, I had really no idea how I was going to come out the other side. Mm-hmm. Well, now I know. I know what to expect for the next one. And I'm prepared for it and looking forward to it. I, I have the perseverance to do this, to know when I come out the other side, I will be able to do the things I want to do. And number one of those is camping. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that tent my brother gave me? Yes. It's, well, it's, it's a funny. little old, but I'm like, it takes eight people. We got a portable cottage now, girls. Well, <laughs> it, it, an eight person tent means four people can sleep in it. Much like her, her yes. four her four person hot, hot tub. tub. Really, <laughs> two, <laughs> two people. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the two person but, tent is two people who know is one person in their luggage. Yes, yes. <laughs> but still, the eight person tent is that's, four, a, five, that's no. fantastic. I hope any tent I can shape. stand up and in. Yes, is is a good tent. It's really it's like this is a portable cottage. I said, Andrew, where are we gonna put this? <laughs> <laughs> well, was it your biggest big issue last year? Is that you had to like get in and out, you know, pretty much had to be on hands and knees. Well, no, no. That's why I, I, I now have five tents. Okay. The one we had at the festival there, that's a pretty big tent. That mm-hmm. is a big vestibule in it because we needed cots because I couldn't get up and down because my lower back was hurt. But this one's even bigger. <laughs> well, no, the interior is bigger. And it's like, we got to find a place to put this. We got a portable cottage. <laughs> I hope it's in okay shape. It's like I haven't, you know. But I have been, been on Kijiji and Facebook Marketplace looking at cots because I know as much as I love sleeping on a mattress on the ground in that connection, I can't get up off that. No, I understand. All we, I haven't slept on the ground in a couple of years. Yeah. Big cots or the hammock. Yeah. yeah. Last summer, I we did use the cots. I did notice a difference in the energy. I was still outside. It was still great. I like sleeping outside, but not sleeping on an air mattress on the ground. You did not get the earth energy. No, yeah. but your you back also said, thank God. Yeah. It wasn't the back. It was getting up and down yeah. and crawling out of my little two person tent on my hands and knees was not the cards yeah. for me last mm-hmm. summer. Mm-hmm. But I've got this monstrous friggin' tent <laughs> because I could probably sleep on an air mattress now. But crawling out of the door, I would not enjoy. So what we're saying here is the perseverance is that even at your age, you're still going camping. Still going camping. And you will find a solution to the problems that you have. Well, do you know what I just saw? And everyone, anybody from Canada, the U.S., I don't know, Walmart's all over the place. You can get just a tent thing 
that attaches to your cot. It's not one of those that comes with a cot and comes with this is $117 at Walmart. And it just, it's a tent that can be used as a tent, but it also attaches to your cot, to your single bed cot. I can I'm see like, that. Now that appeals to me a lot because those I, big tents are, well, you got a big tent. What, but, and you when, when tent. you're in there by yourself, they are cold. Like if you're going to be by yourself, you're better in a smaller tent. Yeah. But if you're in a bigger tent, you do need more people. You need that body heat to warm that yeah, thing up yeah, for sure. It's crazy. And when they say it's four season, that means it's not for summer. Because I bought a four season tent, my little orange pylon tent is four seasons and unless i have the fly off of that and all the windows open three breaths and you're sweating yeah a, a friend of ours bought one last year and he yeah. brought it in the summer and it was like a blackout tent i was like <laughs> this is a really cool concept except it was, you could roast a chicken in there yeah. <laughs> but no it, because it's made the four the four season tent is made of a thicker material and it's like, unless, you know, and then of course you're in Nova Scotia, it could rain at any minute. Yeah. It, it's like, you didn't want to open up all the flaps because you could get rained on. So that four person tent is great for early summer, especially here in Canada or fall. Perfect. But it's not for the, so it's after not this for festival the season, we're going to start, we're going to have an episode or just start another podcast uh, just on tent reviews. <laughs> <laughs> I have, and you know, I, I do now I have, Five tents, five different sizes. They do five we, different things. I think we things. have three tents in then my hammock. So four tents. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but your one tent is big enough, certainly for a cop. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's more and than I, big And I enough. do have my zero gravity chair that I got mm-hmm. is cot-like. And yeah. again, it's not exactly a lazy bastard chair, but it's pretty, pretty darn close. close. Mm. The other thing I will warn you, and we should be talking about other things, but for no, anybody who's this listening. This is the perseverance of overcoming our age and body. Yes. That's right. And our Here's desire to camp. Pay close attention to how high off the ground it yes. is. Yes. Forget the width and the length. That's yeah. no big deal. My cot is too tall for me for to get tent. out of comfortable uh, my t- really it is it's 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 a great cot i bought i went out and bought a you know decent cot but it is i have to shimmy out of it mm. i can't if i sit on the side of that cot my feet do not touch the ground wow if, if i'm sitting on it just sitting on it with you know with my knee at the edge my feet do not touch the ground and andrew's cot's a little shorter he says well you know if it's bothering we should change cots but his cot creaks. I don't want to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I slept on his cot in uh, my parents' basement once. And it's like, no, this cot creaks. I don't like this. My cot doesn't creak. No. But it, I have to shimmy out of it. So be careful okay. how high it is. Try to get it not higher than your knee. So there we go. This is overcoming our age. It's a fabulous cot. Nice and wide. I got a great pad on it. But there we go. Anyway, we got a big ass tent now. <laughs> if the seams are still in order. It's, it's older, but. Hasn't That's been fine. used that much. Got a big ass tent. It's like 10 by 14. It's, like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. So back to perseverance. Perseverance. <laughs> uh, we, this also, of course, applies to like social stigmas being that we're all pagan. It is often not necessarily like celebrated in our society. Like we're lucky here in Halifax. We're very lucky. Outside of Halifax, there's still a lot of issues. Yeah. Uh, actually, I just read somewhere that they were having issues down towards Bridgewater. Um, and it was, yeah, there was issues in, uh, I want to say, like, Chester area last year over, over yeah, Christmas. Yeah, over Christmas. Over and Christmas. and yeah. I went down. She said it was a rip roaring success. It was. It was amazing. I went down because I wanted to support them. Oh, yeah. And right. they were having yes. out. It, it was, what did they call Mary it? Witchmas yeah, Mary Market. Witchmas. Yeah, Mary Witchmas. And a couple of people from the community had complained. And so they, they were forced to change the name. The venue didn't make them change the name. She changed it to make them sort of back off, but they didn't. They kept going at her. In the end, she held it, and it it was it was a success. So that's perseverance. She yes. Yes. Yeah. Move forward with it. And so, yeah, I guess in Bridgewater recently, there's only one church that will baptize you if you're born out of wedlock or uh they'll ah. yeah yeah it's i guess it's really strict down there and so there's a couple of people from the community that were like i'm very afraid to come out as pagan down here it's it's not comfortable 
Isn't that interesting? I guess 25 years ago, it was we we had to persevere quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, again, I remember going uh, home to Winnipeg to visit my mom, and she was not comfortable with the idea that I was pagan. So in order to cater to her and not make her more uncomfortable, she made a coffee date with an, a family friend, and we'd go out for coffee, and they'd be asking me what I was up to and how my life was going. And I would say, you know, sort of very couch my language saying I worked in a woman's spirituality bookstore. And their response was, oh, so you're pagan. <laughs> so, yeah. so that was. Did that help your mom when they were? It did. It really did. It really, really did. But I also know, like, I'm have been surprised and shocked, like going through the McDonald's drive through the young woman who hands me my coffee is wearing a pentacle and has, you know, pagan symbols tattooed on her arm. And I'm just thinking like McDonald's, yay you. Yeah. Yeah. You it, know, it, it has, it has changed a lot. Yeah, that's for sure. Oh yeah. Now we have our public ritual in the commons. The city just wants it thirty fucking dollars. Yeah. They don't care what we do anymore. They don't send the police around to check no, up on us anymore. They just want their money and no. now we have to have insurance. No, I remember the first time because we always sent a notice to the press. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that we were going to be having whatever. And when the press stopped showing up, it's like, oh, I guess we're not exciting enough to be news. Anymore. No, no. We haven't heard from anybody. Like since starting the Pagan Assembly, we haven't heard from anyone. No one cares. No one cares. No. no. They, they, you know what? They're distracted by so many other yeah. things well, right and that's, now. <laughs> and so and I was going to bring that up courage, back to courage a little bit. We are living in a time where world history events seem to happen every fucking weekend (laughs) (laughs) and and you know all the whole what did i hear that about something about there's all these different ways people identify now and this i mean you know past trans and this which is and that's you know whatever makes people happy that's cool but people are not paying any attention to no no one's paying attention to us anymore because they're trying to get everything else straight yeah yeah we're just not interesting in the slightest oh that's they're just witches yeah who cares yeah yeah, no one cares about that anymore. Yeah, it's great to be uninteresting, I suppose, yes. to, to the pub, general public. It's kind of nice in a sense, I guess. And just to um, remind me and everyone else, what does ADF stand for? What's that? A- Why do you for? ask me this stuff? Like, I'm not. Oh my god! You just say ADF. You must. I just say ADF. <laughs> I've said ADF for twenty years. ADF is a, a Druid Fellowship. I'm gonna try, oh my god, I'm not gonna get this right, and I'm gonna sound like an idiot. <laughs> Sorry for putting you on the spot. Your Gaelic, it's not my up to Gaelic stuff. is not. And this is oh, it's in I, Gaelic. Oh is yeah. It? Oh, they, Mike can say it. I can't. Ardrenoch thing. I did not realize that's what it was. I yeah. thought it stood for. I don't know what. Uh, I it's it a Druid for. fellowship. It's a Druid. Oh, okay, I yeah. thought maybe it was like three English words. No, no, God, no. R A R and then and dro- so and it's funny because it's A D F but it's A R and then the second word starts with an N. Not that's Gaelic. Yeah, it's Gaelic <laughs> for you. N D R A I O C H T, and then the last word is F E I N. Okay, well I will not ask that question. <laughs> no, you, no, just give me a heads up and I'll well, practice you know what it is? It sounded complicated and it's now left that side of my head. <laughs> so everyone, thank you very much for tuning in. We're always so happy to be talking with each other and with all of you. And uh, we have one more show on uh, the ADF virtues and that will be next time. And thank you to all our patrons. And patrons, we are just so grateful and be moving up all the time in the lists and just the whole thing startles me to death. Hello, beloved listeners and patrons of Three Witches and a Druid podcast. We would like to take a moment to express our heartfelt gratitude for your unwavering support of our podcast. With your encouragement, We have been able to explore and celebrate the rich and diverse world of paganism and spirituality. We feel blessed to have had the opportunity to share our knowledge and experiences with you. As we continue to grow and evolve, 
we invite you to join us on this journey and become a Patreon member of our podcast. Your contribution will help us to continue creating quality content and provide you with more exciting episodes filled with wisdom, insights, and a little enchantment. By becoming a Patreon member, you will not only support our mission, but you will also have access to exclusive content, behind-the-scenes goodies, discounts, and much, much more. Together, we can create a thriving and supportive community. To our amazing Patreons who have been there to support us through the past three seasons, Sybil, Josie, Catherine, Nicole, Amy Beth, Tomlin, Samantha, Stephanie, Chris, Ramos, Eric, Karen, Highland Horde, Danny, Tania, Sarah, Kay, Linda, and Jennifer. We thank you from the bottom of our hearts for being a part of our three witches and a druid family. Let us continue to inspire and uplift each other, and may our collective energy bring light and love to the world. So if you have, if you would like to contact us, you have any questions or comments, uh, you can get a hold of us on our Three Witches and a Druid Facebook page or suggestions for shows. We're certainly really happy about that. And also next time we're going to be putting a little, a little hue and cry out to all of you out there to be involved in the show. So tune in next time to find out what that's about. And until then, Merry Meet, Merry Part, and Merry Meet again. Bless it be. This has been Three Witches and a Druid Podcast. Thanks for listening. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.